this is Coco Columbia. You're listening to Sounds of PDX. This is Bo Bascoro. This is Shay Altered. Hey, this is Andrew. And this is Laura, more vocal code. This is Josh. And this is Nick. We're Talk Modern. This is Malachi. And this is Ryan. We're Small Million. And you're listening to Sounds of PDX. Sounds of PDX. Sounds of PDX on PRP. Happy Tuesday evening and welcome to KSFL LP Portland Radio Project on 99.1 FM and PRP.FM. I'm your host, Luke Neal. This is Sounds of PDX. I'm coming to you with my last broadcast of 2018, so I figured... I'm going to go big. I'm going to have Jacob Westfall on the show. Thanks for being here. Yeah, you've had, like, hearing that intro, those are, like, all my friends. I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's crazy. Now we got you on the roster. Yeah, like, the guy that did um, my new music video, which is dropping in a couple weeks for the song Good In Me, he uh, lives with Coca Columbia. So, down in L.A. now. uh, Grant? Uh, no, it's Grant's, uh, uh, it's the other one, Cypress. Okay, right on. Cool. You have all, a big <laughs> yeah. group of talented the, the, people. The Grant Sailor is super talented. Yeah, just yeah. an insane player. I, and you'd mentioned that before we had gotten on the air, just about how the Portland music scene seeps, it keeps a, it's doing this Fibonacci sequence, like it keeps folding <laughs> over in on itself in no, this cool way. That is one really cool thing about any local music scene is how, um, as artists get older, they take like a mentor stance, basically. And like, they'll help out the newer people coming in. And then those newer people coming in will help out those like those older artists, like take them on tour and everything. Or like, they'll have different skills, like music video skills or website development skills, and everyone becomes linked. And so like artists in Portland who have moved to San Francisco, Seattle, or LA are now like all linked together. It's a beautiful thing. This I five connectivity that we have up the coast. Yeah. I don't, I don't think like when people say the Portland music scene, it doesn't mean Portland. It it typically includes Portland, Seattle, and San Francisco. Yeah, absolutely. All three cities. Uh, It's so interchangeable too, with some parts of, you know, there's folks from Montana and Idaho that look at Portland the same way. There's just so many bands who have migrated from, you know, that, that part of the country. And it is cool. There's a symbiosis in town and I think it's super rad that you're here because we first um, met at Portland Radio Project's old location Morrison and 14th at the uh, Tiffany Center that was that was fun seems like quantum years ago Um, I used that photo for my Airbnb photo (laughs) because it's really like disarming and like hey I might be a 6'3 dude but I am the most the least intimidating 6'3 dude I won't kill you in your sleep I won't I promise (laughs) I promise and you've had a uh, uh, stellar 2018, a very busy year, which we're going to talk about. Uh, but before we yeah. do, I'm going to hop into the playlist uh, so we can kick things off with a bang. Uh, but before we do, want to remind everybody, if you're on PRP.FM, you can say hello to us on the talk board, just like my buddy Ben Hooks. Joining us from Arizona. Glad you're listening tonight. Hi, uh, we've got a stellar playlist. And I wanted to start it off with Holocene by Bonnie Veer. Oh, man. You submitted this song, and it is uh, near and dear to me. I love uh, the way that this record is engineered and the approach to songwriting on this. And it's like, it's just so, uh, it's a perfect choice. Why, why is this on our playlist? Uh, the whole, the record was based off of um, the idea that y- you can be uh, masculine with uh, different types of uh, uh, femininity put into your masculinity. And um, a lot of that 
uh, a lot of what Bonnie Vera does, his music, he sings. Ah, da, da. He sings in falsetto. He sings in in higher tones than is typically considered masculine. And the way, but he creates a soundscape, and every every single part has its purpose in a song. And that was. The driving force is I wanted every part to have a purpose. Hmm. Yeah, brilliant pick. Uh, when I first heard these records, too, it reminded me a lot of that uh, stereo field treatment that they did yeah. here on XO for, like, uh, all the great Elliott Smith records Gosh, and some dude. of that early stuff. Uh, yeah, Bonnie Vere's a genius and has since evolved uh, since this sound, and I love that artists do that, but yeah. a stellar pick. This is Holocene by Bonnie Vere, an influence of Jacob Westfall. He's my special guest tonight until 9 p.m., so stick around. Lots more to come. Bonnie Veer with Holocene here on Portland Radio Project. You're listening to Sounds of PDX on your independent radio station here. Uh, if you want to help uh, us keep great local music on the air, I ask you every week to do it. Please go to prp.fm, click the support PRP button at the top of the screen. I'll get you information on how to become a monthly sustainer. Uh, we do Give them money, dude. Yeah, give them money. <laughs> we're, we're playing a local artist every 15 minutes. Uh, I love saying that because it always gets a great reaction. Uh, speaking of local artists, we play every 15 minutes. Currently, Good and Me from Jacob Westfall is one of the PRP singles. Uh, that's from your Where We Are 10-track LP. You just dropped that on November 4th. Congrats. Thank you so much. A wonderful record. We're going to do a deep dive in the next hour, uh, starting off with a live performance. But we'll go front to back through the record. You've got Stephen uh, Sundholm on this. You've got a ton of great players. Uh, so I want to pick your brain at that time about that. But right now, uh, for artists who may be new to you, or listeners who may be new to you as an artist, uh, let's turn the clock back. I want you to talk to me about your first tangible music memory. Uh, whether the, it was the first, yeah. What set the, the seed? For, when did you know that this was important um, to you? I, the, the moment that I knew that music was important to me was the moment that I wrote my first song when I was nine years old. Uh, my first, Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, nine years old, man. That's fantastic. Uh, but like, like people start playing basketball, people start walking and talking when they're young, you know. And I, I think like like music is just a part of growing up. At least it was for me because I grew up in a musical household. Oh, right on. Um, and which is which is a huge blessing. There are always guitars and everything all around. Um, but uh, yeah, my uh, uh, family moved out to Carson City, Nevada, from uh, Franklin, Tennessee. And if you know anything about Franklin, it's this like bubble of joyful rich people that there are no problems at all in the world, you know. And then you leave Franklin, you're like, wow, the world is a terrible, terrible <laughs> place. Um, so we got to Carson City, Nevada, and I uh, watched. My mom woke me up at about two thirty a.m. to watch the Leonid showers, um, and it was the first meteor shower I'd ever like vividly seen and remembered. And uh, to my nine-year-old brain, it was like the sky was full of flowers and they were blooming. So I wrote a song called Midnight Bloom, and um, it, I spelled it B-L-U-M-E. Like, yeah, I was, I, I was nine, but uh, the idea behind it, you know, still made sense. That's weird you say that. There's a Scandinavian band I'm really into right now called Blue Bloom, and they spell it B-U-M-E. The, the way that they pronounce it is Blue Bloom. Yeah, especially they're Scandinavian. I just saw Bernhoff last night, man. Touche. It was amazing. Were you there? No, uh, no, I wasn't. Maria Massa was opening up. Yeah, this is yeah. your duty. I'm sure the Doug Fur was duty. just packed. Uh, you know, um, 
I, it was like half packed for Monday night. Well, I guess it's a Monday. Yeah, it, I, yeah. It was it was an amazing show. Amazing show. Um, like sound was on point and everything. But um, yeah, sorry. A no, it's fine. Yeah, the, Doug yeah. Fur has been consistently great. I'm glad you said that too, because later on in the show we have a Vortex Music Magazine shows of the week. This weekend is packed with some really cool stuff. Uh, before we do that, let's get to the PDX Spotlight playlist. Just a reminder, right now we've got our floater episode that we filmed at the Star Theater. Uh, it is currently airing on Comcast, and you can, of course, go to the PDX Spotlight website and YouTube channel. Lots more coming up. Uh, we've got Dead Sarah and a couple other great acts that we're currently editing that we've captured. Good things happening at PDX Spotlight. Uh, the next pick from Jacob Westfall is a really, really cool track. From a super dope project, Ryan Adams redid all of Taylor Swift's 1989, <laughs> uh, released it like out of the blue. It, it was there was like no promo with it, none. Yeah, and then it came out later that Taylor Swift had actually helped him, you know, yeah. produce this whole thing behind the scenes. Uh, every song is stellar, but his cover of "Bad Blood" is exceptional. That's what's next on the playlist. Uh, Where's this in your rotation? Still uh, heavy rotation? Uh, surprisingly, um, like like it used to be super heavy rotation, especially at the start of the record. Um, I got super into Ryan Adams, but um, uh, the voice introduced me to this song uh, from about uh, two and a half, three years ago. Okay, and they're like, "We're gonna have you sing Bad Blood," and I was like, uh, "By Taylor Swift? No, no, Ryan Adams, his cover," and so. Got to sing it on The Voice and got denied by Alicia Keys. <laughs> it was great. It was great. My mom called Gwen Stefani a bad word, and it was all downhill from oh, there. Oh, no. No, no, like like not to her face. Sure, like, She's yeah. really sweet. It was all in the car, like on the way back. <laughs> and the driver who had driven her around, like, agreed. Oh, know? that yeah. that's good. At least yeah. you got a little... Uh, Little pat on the back. Uh, well, I want to talk to you about that too in our in our next segment. Uh, some of your experiences you've had with uh, some big television shows, and maybe pass on some advice to future artists. I got some good stories, man. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm excited for this. I've been looking forward to catching up with you on, especially all that stuff. Uh, I told you via messenger this week, like I I fangirled when you had your moment with Katy Perry on American Idol, but we will Me talk too. about that. I was like, dude, this is, <laughs> and it's perfectly Jacob. It's so good. Uh, it's, it's perfectly like just weird enough to not be weird. So I'm, I bet when they had heard you were from Portland, they're like, oh, of course it, the keep Portland weird, yada, yada. Yeah. Dude, when I watch like interviews with my face on them on the live stream, especially like on, on KGW or something, uh, like they, they'll comment, Portland's so mangy, you know, <laughs> like when I have my beard. You know, I'm like, I'm a nice person. I'm not gross. I shower. So. Don't judge me. Uh, well, right on. Let's uh, let's hit it. This is Ryan Adams with Bad Blood on Boom. Sounds of PDX. What a great track from Matt Corby. That's no ordinary life and influence of Jacob Westfall. He is uh, my special guest tonight. Uh, I want to give a special shout out to a couple of folks on the talk board. Uh, ben Hooks from earlier, Matthew so Scott. Matthew. Uh, he's such a, a good dude. Uh, we're going to be talking about JoJo a little bit later. Uh, and my sis Carol is also on the talk board. What is up? What's uh, up? Glad everyone is here. We, we teased before that last music break. Up uh, first, before we get into these uh, stories, talk to me about Matt Corby. And uh, his influence on you. Like, uh, I love that track. Yeah. So I discovered Matt Corby when I was 19 years old. I went off to Costa Rica to uh, study abroad there for a couple months, um, and uh, which is what I was doing before I dropped out of college as a Spanish major. 
Um, I don't really put those two together. Do you? <laughs> um, so anyways, uh, I, uh, I stumbled on his track called Brother, which is like just this live performance in some hollowed out house. And it was him and a drummer and an electric guitar. And his voice like permeated the room. And I, I saw him perform. I saw like he's a beautiful man. His hair is marvelous. His voice is marvelous, and his songwriting is incredible. And I like like from the moment I saw that, I was like, I want to be him, yeah. basically. And um, ended up really like basing a lot of my vocal technique off of his, which was a terrible idea because <laughs> his voice is so much better than mine. You know, you know those guys that are just like naturally talented at, at everything. You know? Yes. Yeah. So like, like that's like me trying to play basketball as like a six three white dude, and and like basing my game off of you know Kareem Abdul Jabbar or something like <laughs> yeah. that. You know? Why did you learn the hook shot? Yeah. Well, You're actually, power forward. The hook shot's a great shot. It's, it is. It's it's the thinking I can dunk over the six five guy. <laughs> it's the irrational confidence that comes with lear- learning how to play ball like Kareem or um, sing like Matt Corby. Basically, it's it's the same type of irrational confidence. <laughs> it's like I can hit that note. Jared Leto does like, everything. Uh, yeah. I've heard that he is miserable to watch live. Oh, like, really? like he's enjoyable, right? Uh, but vocally, yeah. Th- well, well, vocally he's incredible. Uh, more just the uh, I, like. Uh, okay, I love Thirty Seconds to Mars. It's a guilty pleasure of mine. Anthemic, yeah, huge it, stuff. It's, it's 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 huge, and his voice is incredible. But like his his personality, <laughs> on the other hand. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised hearing that. That yeah. uh, he may be fun to deal with. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's kind of like John Mayer's a big influence of mine, right? But I, I hope that I'm just like when people are like, "Yeah, you remind me of John Mayer." I'm like his voice and his songwriting, right? <laughs> Have you met him? Or is it, what are you yeah. saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I, funny. Yeah, are we talking personal tabloid stuff or singer songwriter? <laughs> uh, on the talk board, Molly Bang Bang said, "Yo, I stumbled." Molly! Uh, she stumbled across Matt Corby years ago, too. Uh, we never talked about this. Yes, Jacob, killing it. So cool. Our uh, PRP broadcast has brought a commonality between you and uh, Molly Bang Bang. <laughs> Thank you, Molly. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great name, by the way. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, before that last music break, we talked about your experience on uh, The Voice and American Idol. Uh, which would you, you Did you do all The Voice um, pre-production stuff before American Idol or was that all going yeah, on? So uh, they were about a year and a half apart. Okay. Um, yeah, the voice I got to a blind audition, no chairs turned around, and parts in 15 seconds of that was aired in me being viciously denied. No, not like viciously, but just like nicely let down by Alicia Keys. Um, but uh, American Idol had a little bit more airtime, though less work. And uh, we had we were able to actually communicate with the judges and like have a rel- like I was they aired sixty seconds of me on American Idol, but I was in that room for fifteen minutes, not exaggerating. Wow! And so like I got to talk to Lionel Richie. I got I got to point at Lionel Richie and tell him to make a frog noise, you know, <laughs> and, <laughs> and he did it, and he did it. Yeah, because the first rule of improv is yes and. You say yes, and you roll off to the next thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and uh, Luke Bryan is a very cool guy. It turns out that, like, we live in the same town, Franklin, Tennessee. No. Yeah. That's and, wild. Uh, when I went there when I was 22, I um, tried to get a job at the same place he worked, which is the Franklin Chop House. And we talked about the Franklin Chop House for a bit and how he said he used to be so much skinnier. And <laughs> he's, he's, <laughs> he's actually a really cool guy, you know. Small world, huh? Small 
world. So what would, what would you say to folks who are out there that are um, – you're thinking about this as a possibility because like all American things, Idol? yeah, I mean, it it, um, it it looks like a path for some people. What's some advice you, you would give them? Don't. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, okay, okay, okay. There, there, there's a time and a place for it. And there are a lot of people that they bring on that like they're using it as a tool. If, if you look at it as a tool, just be prepared to have the next 12 months of your life put on hold, basically. And, you know, I made the mistake of doing two shows <laughs> instead of one. Yeah, man. Um, but uh, the second time went a lot better. Um, young artists, uh, if they're 18, 19, there's nothing wrong with giving it a shot. But the biggest thing that a young artist can do is find experience in life. Because a show's not going to make you authentic. Talent isn't going to make you authentic. What's going to make you authentic is actually experiencing some tough stuff. And some of the best voices that have ever walked the planet wouldn't get a chair turn on the voice. Actually, uh, you know what I mean? They yeah. wouldn't turn for Dylan. Uh, they would not. They would not. They, they would. They wouldn't turn. Actually, this is a, this is a conversation I had that was not aired with uh, Katy Perry and Lionel Richie. Um, Lionel straight up, or Katy straight up said to me, she said, you are not the best. Uh, no, it was Lionel Richie. He, uh, he said, you are not the best uh, singer that we've had on the show but you are probably the best songwriter hmm. because I got to play someday for them. Right on. Um, and hearing that, I said, I said, I would hope that that's the case because there will always be better, better singers. Like there, there are 150 better singers at like my level in the music scene, right? In, in Portland. But I would like to think that I can write a better song than just about anyone, mm. uh, hopefully in the country, you know? And when I look at that, it's like my voice will fade. My, my, a lot of things will fade, but the one thing that won't fade is your mind for the longest time. Yep. And you can keep that going as long, as long as you keep it, like keep working it. Uh, we'll get more into the detail, but that's one thing I really like about, uh, the record and your, your lyrics have always, you know, they, they, are cheeky, you know, they've got a cool, like tongue in cheek thing, but you deliver a message and you're lyrically um, like Jason Mraz. You know what I mean? I love listening to his <laughs> lyrics. Play. Yeah, I mean, it's just. It's all about the wordplay. What a great single. So I don't want to like make you pay any dues or anything. <laughs> no, we're, we're covered. Uh, speaking of dues, Lincoln Westfall is on the talk board. That's my brother. Uh, he asked if you're going to be playing live. Yeah, we have a live performance of somebody to uh, kick off the celebration of the entire somebody LP. To- Oh, I was, no, we, he, he said somebody, and I was I was thinking yours. like somebody to love. Yeah, someday, someday. I'm so someday. sorry. Someday. Yes. Uh, well, it's going to be cool because uh, I always like having the stripped down or different performances when we break down the album too and talk about um, just your songwriting process because it doesn't all happen in a day. So I want to talk to you about how you collect your thoughts and compose your songs. Uh, but before we do that, you just mentioned and we have John Mayer on the playlist next for us. Love on the week. Yes. Really cool song. Why did this one make it for your influences? Uh, The tones on the guitar and the simplicity of the songwriting and how just like, you know, it might not be a true story, but it's an honest story. Hmm. You know, Um, like like the truth and honesty are two different things (laughs) in songwriting. And um, because uh, uh, the way that he performs it, he really connects with that story. And um, uh, we mimicked the guitar tones on it for Keep Them Safe. 
Oh, right on. um, Yeah, just really tried to tap into that that drivey, chorusy tone and put that into and and really find unique guitar tones for this whole record too. So he's great at that. After his first couple college pop records, everything you know is so like Stevie Ray Vaughan inspired. Yeah, Yeah. just these tone kings of you know Clapton esque type stuff. Uh, Another really good selection from my special guest Jacob Westfall. This is Love on the Weekend by John Mayer here on Portland Radio Project. It's delicious. Randy Carlisle here on Portland Radio Project. Timeless voice, beautiful uh, lyrics. What else can I say? Like, why is she on our playlist tonight, Jacob? You can walk through a hurricane, but only if you're standing in the eye. Like, uh, lyrics, voice, um, she, she's a really good combination of the two. Um, and uh, a, lot, a lot of people don't use... Uh, uh, the opposite sex as their vocal influences. And in my case, I found that using a person like Brandi Carlisle and um, like Adele as some of my vocal influences have caused me to transcend some of the issues that a lot of male vocalists have. Hmm. Um, and has have made me like really learn that like if I take any of Adele's songs or Brandi Carlisle's songs and just put them down an octave, I can sing them. Right, without any key changes. Sure. Yeah, I mean, like, I guess an octave is a key change, but... <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, you're still in the same tonic. Um, and uh, I, going beyond the craft of it, it's also very honest. And yeah. And I really appreciate the honesty in their songwriting. Speaking of songwriting, it wasn't, and correct me if I'm wrong, it wasn't this year, I think it was 2017, you went through... Uh, a certain amount of days where you did a songwriting challenge and you shared a lot on social media. I think you did a 30 day songwriting challenge or cover challenge. I can't recall. Oh, that was, that was my girlfriend. Wasn't it? I, that I, was, that was Haley Lynn. <laughs> you, you did something a couple years ago. I think it was at the beginning of the year. Uh, but you've always been super. I, I did a 22 day push up challenge and quit after seven days. <laughs> that, is, that is not what I'm thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> but let's talk about that. I guess that's where I was going to. Your social media components really personal, and uh, you you lean onto the side that all the social media experts say to lean towards the personal side. You know, eighty yeah. twenty. We want to know about uh, Jacob Westfall, the person. Um, and I so I really dig your approach. It's very personal. Uh, Thanks, so, man. So let's get even more personal. All right. As an artist, maybe you don't get to geek out with some people, but uh, that's what you and I do when we get together. Uh, <laughs> so let's talk about some of the pop culture things. What are you interested in coming up pop culture-wise? Oh, man. Um, I'm I'm a huge basketball fan, and I am also like, um, I, oh, gosh. I got back into psychology, like just the idea of psychology Uh-oh. because of Shane Dawson and um, Jake Paul, like mm. uh, their weird YouTube celebrity interviews. And I know it's all completely fabricated, but I can't look away from these 50 minute long videos into the lifestyle of these individuals and questioning whether or not they're actually sociopaths. <laughs> Right. It's always, yeah, it's always a lingering option. Yeah. Because they, they bring them up on like 
actual they, they bring in actual psychologists to talk to these people undercover and then they're and uh you know long story short it's like oh yeah they're not sociopaths but they are really messed up and de- they need a lot of therapy um yeah i think everyone needs therapy man i you know? concur i totally agree yeah i need therapy I, I write music, which which can be a lot of therapy. But like, I I mean, everyone needs therapy. Um, when one, that's another thing about the American Idol and Voice, what they don't tell you is that uh, you have to fill out a five hundred and twenty eight true or false questionnaire to figure out whether or not you're insane. Oh, they probably put you through mm-hmm. a state. It's literally and a psyche valve. To a psyche, <laughs> yeah, they give you a psyche valve. They can't um, have you quitting in the production. Like, no. I get that. I understand that. Yeah. Um, but, Did you get a copy of that for future bandmates? Uh, <laughs> like, here, take this uh, before my, we go on the road. <laughs> my bandmates already know how neurotic of a person I am, and like, I, you know, at least once a month, I send them a text in our band text, like, "Hey guys, I'm sorry, I'm crazy. I love you." <laughs> um, yeah, but. Uh, uh, yeah, speaking of the band, um, those are some guys that we can geek out with because we all play basketball. We oh, all, right on. Yeah, um, you know, uh, twice a week I hoop with uh, Carrie Samsel of Samsel. Um, and uh, I think I got him in trouble with his wife the other day because oh. I kept him too long playing two on two. <laughs> How late? Uh, well, uh, she comes in and says, Carrie, it's, I've been waiting for an hour. It's time to go. And I'm like, oh, shoot, sorry, man. And we're like playing one on one. He's like, I got to go. <laughs> you can so. get carried away. Hey, yeah, yeah. Nice. Uh, <laughs> that was actually a double pun. Yeah, that was a pun on Carrie's name and carrying the basketball. Exactly. Yeah, you played too, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, like I said, high school was center because of my height in a small town. Yeah, uh, you got the big booty that can't be stopped. Exactly. Yeah, I'm box out. <laughs> I uh, I grew up on on some Charles Barkley, some good influence there. You know, you're not that much shorter than Charles Barkley. No, He's six four and a half barefoot. Yeah, and uh, when when he came to the Phoenix Suns and gave us our championship run, like it was solidified. I was a, a Suns fan forever. Uh, I'm sorry. I've always <laughs> said though, I I would root for the home, the home team. So I warned my Arizona folks, hey, I'm a Blazers dude now too. I yeah. I will still root for the Suns, but uh, they're my home team now. Uh, well, right on, man. Let's get back to I it. Went off on a, a little <laughs> bit of a tangent. I asked about the pop culture yeah. tangent, so yeah. I asked for it. Uh, no, it's what it's what the show's all about. It's fun stories. Uh, next on the playlist is a really cool track. It's called Bloom from the Paper Kites. I think this is a bonus track off of this album mm-hmm. um, when it came out. Wasn't familiar with this. Talk to me about this selection. Uh, inspiration behind vocal layering on my record. Um, in our vocal layering, we did four tracks of every single harmony, pan them left and right, left and right each. Hmm. And um, every single ooh and ah and fake flugelhorn you hear on that is panned like all out. And there's about four tracks on each different note. Those are vocal horns? Yeah. Oh, that yeah, is no. so cool. We didn't pay an actual horn player to come <laughs> in for that. <laughs> Well done. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, yeah, this is a great track. Uh, the Paper Kites. And then we have another track from Nathaniel Ratliff and the yes. Night Sweats. Uh, after that, we have a live performance from Jacob Westfall coming up uh, to kick off the entire record that was just released. We're going to be listening to it front to back, Where We Are by Jacob Westfall coming up. Until then, this is Bloom on PRP. Nathaniel Ratliff and the Night Sweats. What a cool backup band name. 
Uh, that's Sweats. The Night Sweats is his backup <laughs> band name. Unfortunately, the best backup band name has been taken by Ben Harper and the Innocent Criminals. I think that that's is a, just that's pretty good. Super dope. Yeah, if you're gonna have a backup band, it's got to be super great like that. Uh, yeah, Nathaniel. You got to have a band name that is alliteration with your name, right? Yeah. So like Jacob Westfall and the Jump Jackalopes, or, <laughs> or another thing. Uh, no, no. <laughs> Let's not settle on that. Is, no, Jacob. we shall not. Settle Settle upon that. We shall not. All uh, right. Uh, well, it's obvious. My special guest tonight is Jacob Westfall. Uh, we've got a couple I'm things glad to be on. Back, Luke. I uh, love you, man. It, it's it's been long overdue. It's weird, you know. I've interviewed you on PRP, but you haven't been on Sounds of PDX yet. I was going back through my Super catalog. Cool. I couldn't believe it. Uh, well, we've got a bunch of people on the talk board that have submitted some questions. We'll get to that after. Uh, we've got a live performance right now uh, from Jacob. You're going to be kicking off. Uh, we're going to be listening to your entire record front to back that came out on November 4th. Retrospectively, how do you feel now after the chaos of releasing the records done? How does it feel to look back on this project now? Uh, well, now I'm paying off the debt. So it's, <laughs> it, it, uh, actually, actually looking back on the project, it's not often that you really work on a project and um, you, after a year, um, and that's not writing the songs, writing the songs took three and a half years, but the project mm -hmm. itself started in July of 2017 or so. Um, and from start to finish, I've never done a project where I've actually loved every single song mm. on it. Like even in my old EP, like bad thing. I hate that song. <laughs> I hate that song so much. <laughs> I like that but, track. <laughs> yeah. But like when people ask me to play at shows, I'm kind of like, okay, like, no, you want to play another one, <laughs> you know? Um, but every single song on this record, I actually, I, I love and it's personal to me because every single song, um, the idea behind it is that every song makes you feel a little bit better, you know? Um, and, uh, yeah, and half of them uh, came from a place of heartbreak. Half of them came from a place of love. And uh, the co-writers that I worked with on on these tracks um, really elevated it with their um, with their creative powers and the, the creative juices they would just sip on. It's it's really cool. Really I cool. think the story you tell with an LP and the arrangement of the tracks is important. Mm -hmm. Talk to us about Someday. Why did this, uh, why is this the, the greeting to the album? Uh, Someday is the beginning of the dream. Hmm. Someday is the song that you wish you could sing to your nine-year-old self when he writes his first song and say, this is what you're meant to do. Um, it's that if my nine-year-old self could see myself now, he would probably feel super good. Um, and this is a little bit of a tangent, but like I was feeling super down on myself uh, like a couple weeks ago and I called up my sister and uh, she put my six-year-old niece on the phone. Her name's Lydia. And uh, I was like, hey, Lydia, what are you, what are you doing today? What do you want to do? Um, what, what do you want to be when you grow up? You know, it just kind of comes up in the conversation when you talk to a kid. And she's like, I want to be a rock star. Oh, like Taylor Swift? No, like you. Ugh. And and like I'm so far from that, but seeing that joy and that honesty, though it might not be true, right? Um, come from her, come from her, just meant so much, you know. And it gave me that fuel, you know, to stay out of college for one more year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've heard it said for every singer songwriter that that has put out a record, they need to know that you're somebody's favorite artist. 
uh, six-year-old Lydia. <laughs> I'm her favorite. Yeah. Well, uh, so glad to kick this off. This is the first track off of uh, Where We Are by Jacob Westfall. This is Someday Here, live on Portland Radio Project. Did you see me singing on your TV screen? Was it the making of a good dream? Was I the coolest thing you've ever seen? Did you want to be just like me? Well, that was back when you were just a teen. Poor kid wanting big things. You were caught up in your fantasies. But in secret, you believe that someday with a guitar, you'll be singing with the rock stars. You'll be stealing all the girls' hearts. Drive my Holland in your fancy car Someday in a movie scene While you're working on your James Dean Just look back and remember me The little kid we used to be Olivia with the blonde hair Stood you up and it wasn't fair You decided then and there A broken heart just doesn't care So you wrote your first song on the drive home Pretending it was playing on the radio When you sang it at the talent show She wanted you back, but you let her go Cause someday with a guitar You'll be singing with the rock stars You'll be stealing all the girls' hearts Drive my Holland in your fancy car Someday in a movie scene Why you working on your James Dean? Just look back and remember me Little kid we used to be Cause someday yeah. Someday yeah. Someday when you're looking back You wonder where you got off track Cause the kid you were Is the man I want to be Someday with a guitar You'll be singing with the rock stars You'll be stealing all the girls' hearts Drive my Holland in your fancy car Someday in a movie scene While you're working on your James Dean Look back and remember me The little kid we used to be Oh, someday Someday, yeah Someday, 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 someday. Well done, my friend. There's not enough people in here. To give you the applause snap, necessary snap for that. On the yeah. <laughs> well done. It's such a that's it's such a cool thing. I love percussive uh, finger picking like that. It took me a long time to get it to sound somewhat like what you just did. That's the only thing I can do on guitar, <laughs> dude. Like I can't actually play anything else. Uh, I know five chords and like a cool percussive packing pattern. That's it. It works. Yeah. It works. It's really great, man. Uh, yeah, wonderful performance uh, from Jacob Westfall. He is my special guest tonight. We are now into the second hour. Of Maybe Sounds you're of my PDX. special guest. I am. <laughs> yeah, you own this building now. Oh no. <laughs> yes, you are our uh, special guest. Uh, first of all, I'm glad. 
glad that you're here to share this record with us. I thought it was cool you wanted to do uh, a live track off of it. Um, and folks need to realize, uh, and I do say this a lot, that a live record, or I'm sorry, a, a record and a live performance are two very different things. Um, how has it been translating these into your live format after being able to paint with all the colors of the wind in the uh, studio? Uh, it's kind of like Bob Ross, man. You got a lot of happy little trees, happy little notes um, in the record. And, you know, if you have one paintbrush in three minutes, it's kind of hard to paint a picture. Yeah. Um, but uh, I... I'm lucky enough to have an amazing band that can back me up. Um, some tracks are harder to translate, um, uh, like Love, Take Me Home, um, and uh, in some respects Lonely, though we figured that one out uh, with just either solo or a four-piece band. Hmm. Um, and uh, what most artists do are they have backing tracks, and I'm not a huge fan of backing tracks, but I know like eventually there will be a time and a place for them to be implemented well. Yeah. Um, my sorry, I burped. It was the champagne. <laughs> yeah, it's just been great. By the From, way, uh, Traveri Cellars in Washington State. This is a Pinot Rouge. Have you have you played out there? Uh, yeah, Traveri. I I just played uh, their Bubble Club up in Seattle, and um, they're they're a curator. I I think curator is just a fancy name for like wine manager. Yes. Um. Uh. Brandon uh, likes to load me up with a bunch of wine, <laughs> and um. This is what I got poured in your canteen over there too. Yeah, it's yeah, fantastic. It's, it's so tasty. Like you don't you don't really get that many like Pinot Noirs turned into sparkling wines because it's really hard to do. Right. Yeah. Um. But uh, this one in particular is quite fantastic. And Jacob, so. this is the perfect segue because the second track on the record is called <laughs> We Got Wine. <laughs> yes, written while very uh, under the influence of uh, Vino with uh, my amazing partner, Haley Lynn. Uh, who is super talented and yes. a future guest on the show. Uh, she will be on the show in 2019. Uh, and just like tonight, We Got Wine, what inspired this song? Why is it second on the on the record here. Uh, oh, well, because after I lift you up, I got to bring you back down, man. Right? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Um, also, it just had the coolest intro of any any song on there. Um, and uh, the combination of it, it we, we made it like Bossa Nova meets Pink Floyd um, with the bridge, which, you know, you'll hear the bridge. It's kind of like a reverse anti-drop. There's like a way, and then we use a, sl um, a, a we use a, a pedal steel and a pedal steel typically makes any cool song sound country, but we used a pedal steel in like falling stars motion and use it on the bridge. Mm. So we made it like ethereal, um, uh, just like ethereal pop is it's, 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 it's one of my favorite tracks on the record. It um, is fantastic. Uh, and it's funny you mentioned that about the slide guitar recently heard a song from okay, go, Huge, right. like it's a the most total amazing pop song. music videos on the planet. Yeah, they're yeah. phenomenal. But they they have uh, strings in there, or a slide guitar in their new pop track, and it sounds. I mean, it doesn't sound country. I was like, that's clearly a slide, but the way that you use it is really great. Uh, but yeah, you knocked it out of the park. Thank this you, was man. another great track. Uh, actually, the person that knocked it out of the park playing the guitars was Carrie Sampsel. Uh, yeah. Extremely yeah. talented yeah. human and, being. And, and the, the smexy bass was uh, Dylan Sundstrom on there. So, What position does uh, Carrie Sampsel play? Uh, he is a two. He's okay. A two. He's a shooting guard. Uh, right he's kind of like a little Ray Allen-esque. Uh, ah. He's got a money shot. We were playing one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, the other night, and I was joking that he couldn't hit mid-range jumpers, and he hit, then he hit seven in my face. 
Yeah. <laughs> and you ate crow for yeah, the rest of the evening. <laughs> exactly. All right on. Uh, Jacob Westfall has been my special guest. We just had a live performance of Someday. That's off of the uh, Where We Are 10-track LP that came out in November. This is the second offering off of that album. We Got Wine here on PRP. We got wine, we got wine, we got wine. And though you're through, baby, I'll drink to you. We got wine, we got wine, we got wine. I woke up cold in your bed sheets. A bottle of scotch ain't enough for me. I've tasted the bitter, now I need the sweet. A cup of red and good company. So turn up the music.
is Jacob Westfall here on Portland Radio Project, Good In Me, and uh, you've got a video coming out for this song, and rumor pretty, has it... Pretty soon. Uh, it, I'm, I'm not going to give an established date, but okay. rather soon. Smart. Rather soon, within the next couple of weeks. You so. can tell you've been in the music business a while. Yeah, soon. <laughs> no, no solid We're going to wait to find out. Uh, you said during the filming of this music video, there was an incident. Uh, I did not know about for a couple months later. Um Basically, during the filming of this music video, we had one of uh, one of uh, my friends come in um, who, like, I had just met the night before at uh, a show. Um, uh, uh, she sang with Liam. Her name's Hannah Dima. So good. Yeah. Uh, her, her voice is incredible. And she and uh, her dude, Damien, write a lot of songs. Um, and Damien, and she's like, can I bring, uh, can I bring my boo, Damien? Uh, I promise he's cute. And I was like, okay, cool. As long as he's cute, he can be in the music video. <laughs> um, and uh, we, we call him Pimp Sauce because his role in this music video is to like talk to girls and like try to hit on these girls and then them just like deny him and everything. <laughs> um, but what I did not know is that during the very last scene of the music video, or like right as we called cut, like they just disappeared and I didn't know why for a couple months later, he broke his ankle. <laughs> Uh, on one of the last scenes. Was and he jumping or running? Yeah, uh, uh, he told me, he's like, yeah, I just rolled it, man. Um, but uh, he showed up in a boot a little bit later. Um, I was like, man, I haven't seen you guys in forever. I was like, what happened to your shoot? What happened to your foot? He's like, uh, your music video. I was like, ah. Oh. We were at a pizza joint. I was like, can I buy you a pizza? <laughs> So, an awkward exchange so, at that yeah, moment. So I bought him and Hannah um, uh, a pizza. And uh, yeah, it was just, it, oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I hope I don't get sued now for telling this story. But um, uh, yeah, he, he, was, he was really cool about it. He's walking and jumping around now. But um, 
Yeah, it, I, the the music video is really entertaining. I'm topless in it. Oh, right on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's like I'm 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 like not a pretty dude with my shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I'm like I used to be fat and now I'm just skinny and like not like super attractive skinny either. <laughs> just like kind of like um kind of like childish Gambino a little bit. Oh, with right. like, like I have like this is America. This is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cause like I have really long legs and this tiny little torso <laughs> and like, like a baby bearing hips and everything. Well, other than a topless you, uh, what can, <laughs> what can folks expect from the, uh, the video? A, a lot of Portland, uh, a lot of local Portland artists, um, are kind of like make cameos in it. Hannah Demo's in it. Liam's in it doing a high jump. Uh, Jojo Scott's in it. Jojo oh, Scott's right dad, Matthew Scott is in it. Ah, He's been um, on our talk board tonight. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was filmed at this really rad place called Cobalt Studios PDX, um, and which I strongly suggest for anyone looking for high-end photo shoots to check out. They've got really reasonable rates. And that's that's my plug. That's my holla at your boy plug. Hey, that's good. Uh, yeah, who directed yeah. it for you? Uh, Cypress Jones. Okay, right Cypress on. Jones, um, who now lives with Coca Columbia down in L.A. So, yeah. That's too cool. Yeah, he's, he's directed a lot of my music videos. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll be definitely doing some more work together for sure. Well, keep us posted on that. We'll put the link out uh, via PRP as soon as the video is available. Dude, uh, really? Oh, of course. Awesome. Yeah, okay, I'm hap- yeah. happy to share it. Get me tagged. We'll we'll get it out there for our listeners. Uh, glad everyone is enjoying the show tonight. Thanks again for everyone that is saying hello at PRP.FM. You can message us at uh, PRP.FM or through our mobile app, which is really cool. You can also find us on the Next FM app uh, when you download that. Look for Portland Radio Project. Save us to your favorites. We will be on your homepage every time you open that. Uh, moving on, next in the record, uh, the next track we've got uh, looks like the fourth track. Uh, it's called That's Way- That's Where We Are. I'm assuming this is part of the inspiration for the title of the record. Yeah. Um, uh, it was the last song written uh, on the record. Um, and uh well no good in me was the last song written but it was the last song um produced it was the last song finished and um you know i went through a breakup and uh i don't even think she's heard this song well she might today who knows (laughs) um but uh i it was a three-year relationship and um we had like an apartment up in seattle and everything and uh you know i came up to um uh, uh, Haley and and I we sat down we were just friends at that point in time like talking about everything and my relationship and our our relationship woes and whatnot. <laughs> um, and, Commiserating. Yeah, and um, I I came up with this line like uh, chasing shadows in your bed, you know, be, uh, because like that was the last thing I had to bring from the apartment is like I had to move my bed out of there and oh. like and I set hers back up and. Yeah, it was. It, yeah, it was. It was tough, but out of out of um, adversity comes great creation, and um, where that free therapy comes in. Exactly, and uh, this song is uh, all about acceptance, and uh, ex- and not just like accepting, but loving where you are, regardless. Because part of moving on is giving a blessing to the future for the other person. Hmm. Yeah, that's a tough place to, to oh, be sometimes. Yeah. yeah, like like when we when um, Haley came up with uh, the last verse, uh, the last like th- this the line that brought it all together. Um, sitting there writing this song, I just like started crying. I was like, "That's my wife for you." 
<laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, I know people can relate. This is a wonderful track and well deserving of uh, holding the place of the title of the LP. Yeah. Uh, it has been fantastic. When we come back, I want to talk to you about where you tracked this, uh, all of the players on the record. Yeah. And of course, the uh, our producer friend, uh, Stephen Sunholm. Stephen Sunholm. He's a genius. You've been enjoying his stuff tonight. Uh, where can folks download this? So you go to Bandcamp or go to your website? What's the uh, best way to get this? Yeah, everywhere. Um, the, I, honestly, like I'm, I'm a big supporter of uh, free music. Um, you know, So if you have a Spotify account, like go check it out. But I'm also a pro- uh, proponent of getting paid for it. So if you want to buy it, <laughs> uh, you can go from uh, get it from iTunes. And if you want like a physical uh, special copy, of the CD, you can find it from me on my show, at uh, my shows, and you can see all those on my website, jacobwestfall.com. Super dope. Thank you, my good friend. Uh, it has been streamed from my Spotify plenty of times. This Give is me those plays. That's right. Let's get yeah. the numbers up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> here it is, title track off of Jacob, Fall, uh, Jacob Westfall's latest LP. That's where we are here on PRP. Chasing shadows in your bed I am breathing one last breath Haunted hallways in your name And I'm the only one they blame Pack my bags, I'm on my way Search for you another day In another life I stay But as it is, I'm on my way That's where we are That's where we are arms just aren't as warm They lack substance They lack form Though when I hold them I am safe from the storm I know I'm loved But I am torn That's where we Where we Day. 
That's where we are That's where we are That's where we are That's where we Darkness 
past blue I can see a candle I'll never be like you Because when I have a child I'm gonna let them find the way Even though this world is wild I know they will be brave Why will build a fire And let her warm their fate Jacob Westfall here on Sounds of PDX. We've been having a blast tonight. Uh, that was another track from him called Keep Them Safe. A couple of heavy hitters back to back here. Heavy. Nestled in heavy. the middle of the record. Uh, let's talk about the inspiration for Keep Them Safe. That's a really great track. Uh, uh, yeah, it was um, uh, the way that I want to raise my kids someday. Mm-hmm. I don't have any kids yet. Probably won't for 10 years. But um, I... Uh, I, I was raised by a very intense and passionate man and um, a man that always provided for the family. I never lacked for food um, or a roof over my head. Um, and uh, he's a complicated individual. And during the darkest times, uh, we went through a lot. And um, uh, there there came a point um, where I didn't talk to him for about six months. Wow. And... Um, I, I was so fed up with some things that I literally picked up my stuff and just walked out the door to my apartment out in Beaverton. Um, and uh, about four months in, I was feeling just completely distraught, and I, I missed that man because, like, regardless, he raised me. Like, he's the he is the reason I play music. And um, I wrote that song about 15 minutes through, uh, you know, through a few tears and... Um, uh, it's a two chord song. Hmm. It's a two chord song. Um, and, uh, you know, someday if you're up for it, I'll play the original voice memo of it. Yeah, um, of course. But, uh, it like that, that was one of the hardest songs I've ever written and one of the easiest songs I've ever written because it just, it just flowed. Um, and now a couple of years after the fact, like we are, you know, it's a healing process. Like I'm a firm believer that every, every son has daddy issues, you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> on some yeah, level, absolutely some level. sure. Um, and, uh, uh, he and I have, um, uh, through music, basketball and, you know, um, and a few other things that are fun to do with people you love. Um, uh, we've just hung out and had real honest conversations and it has caused us to transition from just the father son firm relationship to I've got your back and I love you relationship. Yeah. I think a lot of folks go through, uh, if you're fortunate enough, you go through a period where you are, uh, the subordinate of these people and then you grow up and you get to a point where I don't think you'll ever feel like you have surpassed your parents, but you can respect each other as adults. Yeah. And that's a really cool place to be. So how, how do you deal with that when you're, you know, packing up and moving out? <laughs> like songwriting is so therapeutic, but to be that honest, it's a really tough oh, line to cross sometimes. Yeah. Uh, when I, when I played him the song, because I wanted him to hear it before I ever put it on a record or anything like that. 
um, I thought that was just the right thing to do. Yeah, um, good choice. I, I, uh, um, and I don't often look at songs as songs, uh, um, a song as my songs. I look at them as songs I wrote in the words of Steve Sunholm, who helped me like to really think of them that way. Um, but this was, this song is one of those, it was like, it was my song. And, um, and, uh, uh, you know, people can relate to it, but, um, you know, uh, Set, setting your kid free, especially the youngest one, is really hard to do, and so there was a lot of lot of control put over me, and uh, not a lot of freedom to do the things I wanted that 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 would make me grow as a human being. Um, but in a cool way, um, I learned a lot of patience and a lot of love and a lot of grace, um, and now uh, we have really really healed. That's great. Yeah. So there's a happy ending. Yeah. There, there's, I'm, I believe in happy endings, you know, yeah. I mean, there's not always a happy ending, but you know, with me, um, I'm like one of those guys that's just an annoying puppy dog. It's like, Hey, yeah. So can we fix this? <laughs> you know? And, and, you know, and I kind of feel like you're the same way where it's yeah. like, let's talk about it. Let's communicate. Um, you know, and not everyone, unfortunately in our lives, like wants to fix things, you know? Um, but those are, those are the people that it's like, it's like fixing things is a two way street. To- absolutely. Yeah. Two way street. Healing is a two way street. Uh, which is why the next song on the record is called love. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Like this is another one that I think is a cool kind of niche place on the record and, and holds its own atmosphere. How did this one uh, make it onto the, to the project? Yeah. Um, two and a half years ago I was listening to, or, um, I was listening to the news um, right after the San Bernardino shootings. And um, I became infuriated at the rhetoric going around, um, uh, especially because I, 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 I've, I'm a very politically oriented person. I was a forensics kid all through high school and um, have grown up in a very, very politically heated household. And so like no topic is off limits. And so we'll <laughs> talk about things and, you know, we'll, we might yell at each other a lot of the times, but um, uh, there, uh, uh, the rhetoric that was going on in the news to me was not right, right? Not all Muslims are terrorists, right? Not all people are these kind of people. It is not true. And um, I, and that's, that's kind of one of the missions, I think, even of PRP, um, that, that we need to love equally. And so I was just thinking, and, and like, it's such a cheesy thing, like, all you need is love, you know, but, um, that's all I was asking for in that moment was just like, can we not, can we not put all of these people into the same box as one insane individual that hurt a lot of people, you know? Yeah. So, well said. It's, it, yeah. there's no absolutes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was just sick of the news. And so I was, a, a lot of songs come from strong emotional perspectives, you know, keep them safe is from a perspective of loss and suffering. And this one is just like, this is, this is just, Pissed off, Jacob. <laughs> you know, but but righteous anger, I guess, more like. Yeah, this is a, a really great track. And like all of them, the, the lyrics are fantastic. Uh, you're a wordsmith, you. man. I, I love your approach because That's you, why the chorus goes, love, 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 love. That's <laughs> maybe not the best segue for this track. Uh, but you do, you, you have a nice balance of, of metaphorical things, but you also 
deliver a really clear message with, you know, your songs, uh, the way you've written them. Uh, so I want to talk to you about some of your production aspects when we come back. Yes. Uh, but here it is. This is Love by Jacob Westfall, another track off of the We Were Here uh, LP came out November 4th. I hope you're enjoying it. Please stream it after the show uh, or go download it for yourself. This is Jacob Westfall on Sounds of PDX.
storms and blowing over me It's hazy Losing my way in those daydreams I'm sick and tired of city lights Keeping us awake at night Once they were our lullabies Asking for a dance Now I know it was pretend Not a scene without an end I wanna go back home again So take me, take me home Let me, let me go Take away this noise I'm drowning in Quiet my soul Take me, take me home Don't wanna go alone Darling, run away with me and take me This empty town is full of dreamers waiting to be found But when I look around, I see the hopes upon the ground I'm sick and tired of all the lies, begging me to stay the night Once they were my lullabies, asking for a chance Now I know it was pretend And not a scene without an end I wanna go back home So take me, take me home Let me, let me go Take away this noise I'm drowning in Quiet my soul Take me, take me home Don't wanna go Home by Jacob Westfall here on Portland Radio Project. Uh, as we dove into those two songs, I butchered the title of the record. <laughs> but you gave me the title of my live LP. 
We were here. We were here. Rather than we were here. We were here at the show. Where we are is where you made the record. Uh, let's give a shout out to producers and the room. Uh, yeah. You said B sides where you did all that. Yeah, we we uh, we we use a lot of of places. Uh, the the first place that we tracked was um, out at uh, uh, Keith Summer's studio in McMinnville. Um, the name of the studio is escaping me right now, um, but uh, you know he plays with like Dancehall Days and so many bands throughout Portland and the Pacific Northwest. He's uh, worked with uh, We Three, who's oh, blowing right up on. right now. Yeah, they're yeah. doing great. Yeah, um, and uh, so we worked out of his studio, McMinnville, to track uh, the drums there, and then on um, a lot of the tracks. Uh, and we had a full drum session for "Take Me Home" and "Good and Me" and B-Side Studios. And after we recorded the drums, we just went around the studio, like hitting random things and making random noises and just layering the track with reverb and putting those random things like, hey, we broke a drum head in this one <laughs> where we're hitting like um, boxes stacked on boxes with a, a tambourine uh, on top of it, like just making the weirdest percussion noises possible to fit into something. Um, and that's like that all comes from the mind of Steve Sunholm. So he, Mark Musi, and I like went around like just hitting random stuff. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, that he's a fun guy to record with because he always comes with a creative solution. Yeah, it sounds like he's giving you a lot of like carte blanche to just be yourself, which is exactly what you need from a good producer. Uh, yeah, and that was our conversation about it. Um, a, a lot of producers in our world, it, it's it's a male dominated industry. And a lot of producers don't give not just any like not just women, but like not just like just anyone a voice as an artist. And uh, the reason I chose him to produce the record was because we had a talk and I said, I want you to produce the record, but I want to have a voice as an artist in this. And he was like, hey, yeah, I got you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, and um, and he was really respectful and you know there were there were times where like i definitely overstepped my bounds like as an artist and didn't let him do his job as a producer <laughs> and he and i had the safety to like have a real heart to heart conversation about like hey jacob stop it <laughs> like like everybody needs that how yeah. lucky that's really yeah. cool so he he was like the one person in the creation of the record that that gave me the difficult talks when i needed them and uh, because of that, we have, an, um, I, I think, a really cool record. It's fantastic. It's um, As far as 2018 goes, it's one of the cleanest produced records and by far one of my favorite singer-songwriter records from the Thanks, year. Man. I think it's really great. And you just mentioned Mark Musi of Grey Fiction, friend yeah. of the show. So he played drums on the record. Let's talk about some of those other players. Who's on bass and guitar? Yeah, so um, on guitar we've got Keith Summers and Carrie Samsel. And on bass uh, we've got Dylan Sundstrom on it. Um, and uh, I played most of the keys except for on Good and Me. Uh, J.P. Garau played uh, the organs on those, and um, the saxophone on the certain special track, Lonely, um, was played by Patrick Lamb. So Patrick's been on a lot of local records, uh, you know, as far as just, it, it, he's known by producers. Yeah. Great player. Uh, it's really cool. That he's, he's, like, he's like the sax man, you know? You yeah. think of the dude with the saxophone dancing around, and I was like, yeah, that's Patrick Lamb. <laughs> the that's cool him. saxophone strap yeah. and sunglasses. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the work that he did on, on Lonely. You just mentioned it. That's next on the playlist here. Oh, man. Okay, so, like, it was it was actually funny because um, this, this is where, like, Steve had, like, a talk to me about, like, being an artist and, like like, like respecting the production of a track. 
and he sent me like a cell phone video of the first solo that Patrick Lamb had done on this. And I was like, I don't like it. Sounds like Kenny G. I was very under the influence of alcohol at that point in time. And, <laughs> and he, he like just blew me up. He's like, just hear it in the track, Jacob. Just hear it in the track. And when I did hear it in the track, um, I listened to it with my dad, who like I play all of my songs for before they go out. Um, and he was like, who played sax on this? This is amazing. And I was oh, like, that's awesome. I was, I was like, it is. <laughs> like, <laughs> like all of a sudden it clicked all together. And, uh, you know, from that moment on, it like like became the hook of the track, you know? So You, you yeah. never know. There's an infamous moment on uh, Soundgarden's early 90s uh, Bad Motor Finger or Louder Than Love where they have these huge trumpet hits in the middle of this alt-rock song, and it was a cool production Kinda choice. Kind of catches you off guard, doesn't it? But I'm still talking about it. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's these cool choices, and even if you said, oh, that sounds like Kenny G, like the dude sold millions and millions of records, and it's <laughs> yeah, phenomenal. Like, like the like, next <laughs> thing after, it sounds like Kenny G. I like Kenny G. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It, it's like it, it, there's, nothing, there's nothing wrong with having something weird that doesn't, fit a particular mold because as artists we're meant to create a mold you know and like I had an idea of what I originally wanted with this and the best part about having a producer that challenges you is he makes you defend what you want hmm. right you have to fight for what you want and if it's worth it then it's like all right we'll put it in you fought for what you wanted and you were right you know that's awesome yeah so I mean that that's that's what like that's what the best producers on this world do. They give you both the respect you need as an artist, and then they tell you no when you're being a dumb butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. In the production world, you can deal with a lot of people create songs, and in their infancy, it's what sounds right to them because it's the first pass. And there's very few, and you could probably attest this. There's very few songs that end up on record that are close to the uh, inception of the track. Yeah. You know, they get molded and moved around. But it's apparent that you had a wonderful relationship with the players on this record. And yeah. Steven, his, his work is just killer. Uh, did you get it mastered locally or did you guys send this Steve, out? Steve mastered this. Um, he, yeah, he, he, Steve did everything, everything on this except for uh, track nine, which I did with Bob Stark, um, uh, which was kind of like a separate one-off. And it kind of ended up working to really fit it into the record as a kind of like underground track. You know, it's not secret online, but, you know. On the record itself, it's just track nine. Yeah, that's yeah. so cool. Uh, yeah. And that is coming up next. But we've got Lonely Here by Jacob Westfall. Stick around. We've got just a few moments left here on Sounds of PDX. This is Lonely by Jacob Westfall. Say you're lonely 
I do love the saxophone. That's Lonely by Jacob Westfall. I uh, do too. It's seriously great. 
Thank you. Yeah, this Thank entire you. record has been fantastic. Uh, if you haven't had the chance tonight, uh, whether you've been driving around or listening to us on the old boombox, do yourself a favor, uh, get the record, download it or stream it, uh, put it in your earphones or your earbuds and enjoy uh, the mix that Stephen Sunholm put on this. And also, too, there's there's layers that you miss, I think, if you don't listen yeah. to it with, with true uh, intent. And that's what I dig about uh, the day and age that we live in right now. Yes, we have access to so much music, but we can have them on our phones. We can pick up new music on the go. And, you know, it was so tough back in the day for me to go, well, I'm dating myself. I'd go to the Virgin Music <laughs> Store and, like, <laughs> listen to their sampler wall, and you could only get 30 seconds of a song, and it would move on. But you can try out and listen to anything and absorb yeah. all sorts of type of, of influences. You have to go through a few ads now. You this, know. Yeah, this yeah. is this is true. Uh, what are some of the things that, you, that you're listening to? Who are some of the maybe newer artists that you're checking out? Oh, man. Well, uh, Matt Corby just dropped a record that I've been listening listening to religiously. Um, and uh, I, 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 I tend to listen to, right now I'm listening to a lot of local artists. Hmm. Um, I'm listening to a lot of like Maria Massa, Christopher Worth, Haley Johnson, and, you know, just seeing like where they're at, you know. Um, so I'm always open to just like, brand new suggestions of artists and everything. And I also like to listen to the artists that I'm going to play shows with. Yeah, know? good call. Um, yeah, I'm doing a show January 22nd at the White Eagle with uh, Ante Dubicol, who is a touring songwriter from the East Coast, um, and Bo Bascoro. Oh, um, right on. Yeah, so that's going to be a really fun date. Bo's doing uh, opening acoustic set. Uh, we're taking middle set, and then Ante is um, uh, closing out the night. That's awesome, and that's January twenty second at yeah. the White Eagle. Is Tuesday that your night. is that your next gig? That is my next gig. I am telling people about. Got it. Yeah, full time musicians. We 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 do a lot of those gigs. So like, you'll see me around town. Seriously, you just gotta look. Um, but like, you know, I want people to come to the gigs where I'm playing my music, not like Charlie Puth or, you know, uh, 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 Beatles songs. And by the way, your Charlie Puth there. cover is great. Did you have one on? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. On the uh, old social the media interwebs. Yeah, uh, tell folks how they can follow you. Your Instagram is fantastic. Follow them on Facebook as well. Uh, but what are your handles? Thank you so much, man. Um, my, my handles on Twitter and Instagram are at Westfall Jacobs because the other Jacob Westfall took at Jacob Westfall. And uh, if you follow at Jacob Westfall, you're going to get a truck driving Trump supporter. Um, <laughs> at Westfall Jacob is going to be a lot of music and a lot of silly jokes. So. Well, hey, you never know. And a, but lot, <laughs> a lot of baby face with sunglasses and regular glasses. Uh, any uh, sneak peek at what we can expect from you coming up in 2019? Uh, 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 2019, um, the end of 2019, you're going to see a lot of cool things. Um, I'm I, I'm really pushing myself to release things time and time and time again and like like keep pushing the releases. And so I never want to just give myself a break on releasing things. And so I'm going to be constantly recording new things. I've built a studio at my house. Oh, right um, on. With uh, really high-end gear um, uh, that took me months to get in from Chile, uh, <laughs> which we will talk about off the air. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, I'm, I'm just really excited because like, I can do a full record from my house. You know, it won't sound as good as what Steve did, but um, I... I, I, I I'm really stepping into the shoes of producing and uh, just writing as much as possible. Because if you ever stop, you start dying. So true. And artists need to constantly grow. Got to gotta water the garden. Yeah. There's, there's seeds there. You got to take advantage of them. Absolutely. 
Uh, what has been an absolute pleasure having you on the show tonight? It, dude, it's always fun with you, you know. Um, so thanks for having me on, and uh, thanks for thanks for seeing me as like you know, person instead of just like an artist. Like, oh yeah, I like talking basketball. I like talking about conspiracy theories and psychology. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's, yeah, you know, it's what we do as as we're playing music. That's the part that our listeners miss as we dive into quantum physics and every other topic. <laughs> yeah, we didn't quite get into the Game of Thrones and Star Wars theories today. That's though. true. Yeah. Well, this is why we're going to have to uh, have you come back. <laughs> uh, shout out to a bunch of folks on the talk board as well. Uh, Lincoln Westfall, Matthew Scott, Jojo Scott, Carol Maxwell, uh, Ben Hooks, of course. Uh, a lot of really cool people on the talk board. Glad you enjoyed the show. We've got one last song from Jacob Westfall um, off of the where we are, LP. Uh, this I, I is, didn't write this one. Right. This yeah. is a uh, a wonderful cover, though. Thank you. Ain't no sunshine. Why did you pick this one for a cover? Uh, because there ain't no sunshine when she's gone. It's a. What can't you say about this? Because it's acceptance, and and oh. dude, like that's just a statement of like, man, there ain't no sunshine, and I accept that. And folks. One other thing you'll get with the record, too, is at the end of the record, there is uh, an Sorry, acoustic demo. That wasn't as demo. deep as I thought it would no, be. No, it's deep. It's deep. It's a nice bookend. Uh, but there's a great acoustic uh, demo of Lonely as well. Uh, so once you've enjoyed the saxophone on the uh, studio version, check out the B-side at the end of the LP. Uh, once again, Jacob Westfall, so glad that you were here. Uh, we're going to have you back on soon. Keep in mind, next public show or, or show that we know of, January 22nd at the White Eagle with Bo Bascoro. And who's the touring artist? Auntie Duvacol. I, th- I hope I'm saying her name right. She's really good. Well, we'll be sure to put yeah. that information out there again. In the meantime, you can hear Jacob's single, Good and Me, uh, as a PRP single here in rotation. And we will also put the uh, link out as soon as we've got a live link for the video that is dropping soon with the promised uh, shirtless Jacob Westfall. <laughs> uh, until then, I hope this holds you over. Uh, this is Jacob's cover of Ain't No Sunshine off of the uh, Where We Are LP. Hope you've enjoyed the night. I've enjoyed it for sure. Until next time, I'm your host, Luke Neal, reminding you to support and discover local music. Have a great night. sunshine when she's gone It's not warm when she's away Ain't no sunshine when she's gone And she's always gone too long Anytime she goes away Wonder this time where she's gone Wonder if she's gone to stay There ain't no sunshine when she's gone And this house just ain't no home Anytime she goes away And I know, 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 Hey, I leave this young thing alone, but there ain't no sunshine when she's gone. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. Darkness every day There ain't no 
sunshine when she's gone And she's always gone too long Anytime she goes away And I know, 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 I know